as the witches brew spells and the previous occupants of the physical world move into the spiritual, a blend of black and white becomes grey. In this grey area, you will find what some perceive as paranormal, but a mere glimpse into this world would blind even the nocturnal eyes. Salvation to such an unwarranted damnation. Listen, listen to the Urban Paranormal Podcast and be connected to the unbelievable. Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some. But your family to us. And as always, I'm your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And today we have um, Miss Brandy. She's in the house, guys. So say what's up. Y'all remember Got Ms. the Brandy? voice of Brandy in the house. What's up? What's up, guys? It's been a minute. What's up? What's up, girl? I'm so excited to come visit. Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. We happy to have you back here. Yeah, sure is. And to my left here, we have... Well, we used to call him the weatherman, but he said he don't want to be the weatherman. No more. He want to be like the wolf or something. Oh, yeah. What, what's up with that shit? <laughs> Big wolf dog. Okay. Uh, the I'm ed, the ex-show coordinator. <laughs> yeah. now, he, now he's the couch coordinator. <laughs> right. Right. Back up in the building, baby. What's up? What's there up? There you go. So, particular things, Trent. I, um, I thought about a show that we did in the past, right? Okay. Just recently, and it's been on my mind ever since. And it was about us recognizing signs. Synchronicities. Right. Okay. And the thing is, is that yeah, we talked to, uh, let's say, witches or voodoo masters. And we, we didn't talk to them all, bro. We, right. You know, and. Except we ever had like a real exorcist on the show or some shit like right. that. Right. But I like to hear from real people. Yeah, you, me too. You know, regular people. Are you trying to say our past guests weren't real? No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm. <laughs> what I'm saying totally is that uh, I hear them, but I really. You're just saying just a normal everyday. Yeah, yeah. Person next door and shit. Correct. Okay. Correct. You okay. know, and um, the thing is about our show. I love that show, matter of fact, but. I was thinking about it, and when we talked about it, we talked about, you know, like you said, synchronicities, signs, stuff like that, right? But I noticed we didn't talk about the other thing. What's that? It's like, for example, depression. Okay. Mental shit, all that bullshit. If you go back in earlier times, they believed the same thing. How we were saying, oh, this ghost is following you, whispering and talking to you in the sleep and all of that, right? Yeah, yeah. And these are signs that you can you can find and we can recognize. Well, I think it's signs. all energy, bro. So you know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. But yet you got negative there is negative positive ones. energy. And so many times throughout our history, especially in the eighties and nineties were a boom. Okay. It was this was the cop out for murdering your family or people. The devil made me do it. Right, right. You, you I don't think you can get away with that shit today. Right, right. Oh. Right, but my point is we can laugh at that shit all day yeah. long. But the reality of it is is that maybe we're not the mental ones, you know? Maybe they are legitimately. Well, I know I'm not the mental one. Maybe they are legitimately hearing these voices. These maybe. things are telling them to do it. This is what I might cause that. depression and different things of that nature. So with that being said, guys, I, I have a, a doctor 
and she's going to be on the show. But she's not a doctor, a head doctor, or a shrink, or anything like that, right? Head doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know you catch that. <laughs> I know you. I know you would catch that. Right. But, right. Um, she's she's just uh, um, she's an PhD. Author. Yeah, she's she's an author of her own book. Okay. And um, what's the title of the book? Um, God uh, came. God came to my um garage sale. sale. She's yeah. author of a few books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, and the thing is though, is that she's had her own little experiences and different beliefs and stuff like that, and she she knows about signs that that pointed her into doing this stuff, you know. Yeah. So I really wanted to hear from her because she would have been great on the actual show that we did before, but now I have a whole nother side, uh, so called uh, argument, you know, from yeah. from the yeah. dark side because you know we can see that through our history. And her book is she titled it a spiritual fiction but it's based on actual events spiritual right. shit that she experienced wow. you, you know and, and that's kind of how most things are so when you watch a movie on television and you know this movie and it says based on true events right yeah. okay that just means <laughs> that just means some of the things in this story is real actually happened yeah that's all you know and so sometimes they say, have fiction and stuff like that, but it comes from some real events. Yeah, well, shit, let's get her on the line. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually, so you guys at home, this is us actually calling her now. So you just take take a listen. The Urban Paranormal Podcast. You know, uh, Miss Marnie? Yes, yes, hello. Hey, hey how man. You doing? Welcome to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. We are happy to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So... For you guys at home, she is she's an author, okay, of a book called um, "God Came to My Garage Sale." Well, well Jay, won't you let her tell us who she is? Uh, well, I'm just trying to give a proper introduction. Okay, but go, Miss Miss Marnie, please tell us about yourself a bit. Well, I am the author of a spiritual fiction called "God Came to My Garage Sale," and. You know, I am currently living in the Caribbean after a lifetime in the Chicago suburbs. And when I was in Chicago, um, after a life change and when I was getting very close to retiring from my 35-year career as a teacher at the high school level and university level, I had a garage sale where I had some just amazing miracles that happened that could just not be explained by my, you know, regular thought process. It was right. just amazing, amazing experiences. And I had so many of them, not all at the garage sale, um, but it prompted me to do a lot of research on the paranormal or on near-death experiences and come to find out, you know, what I experience was very common for hundreds and hundreds of others that have had spiritually transformative encounters. Okay, so let me ask you this. Before this garage sale, had you had any other experiences like that? Well, I didn't think that I did. Um, You know, I grew up atheist, um, really no exposure to organized religion or spirituality, you know, um, As I got older, I questioned things. Um, You know, I did have situations that I thought, wow, that's a coincidence. Or isn't that, you know, interesting that this would happen right at this time when I was thinking it, you know. But I never really looked at them as um, spiritual experiences. Would you? You know, from some other entity. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like cut you off. But would you would you say that those were like deja vu moments for you when these things would happen? You know, that would be one way to explain it. Sure. But, you know, it, it wasn't until after having like in your face kind of experiences that I could not deny and, and I witnessed with my own eyes and I experienced, you know, certain feelings. Well, and, well, let's and, talk about that. Yeah, could you tell us one, please? Sure, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so like, um, well, first of all, let me just tell you that with all the experiences that I have had, I go into a very slow motion kind of existence. It's very different than just my everyday normal life. I, you know, things just are very, very slow. It's almost like there's no time. Like, like on Grand time. Theft Auto when you get wasted? Yeah. I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. C- continue, please. <laughs> well, but, you know, so that is something that for, that's similar to all the experiences. But for one of them, for example, I had this garage sale that prompted me to write my spiritual fiction, God Came to My Garage Sale. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I... I, I had some experiences at this garage sale and one of them was, you know, I was kind of going out to the cul-de-sac, uh, which is, you know, like a, a little Island area, you know, in my neighborhood, looking back at my home with gratitude, you know, just a loving feeling. Just, I knew I was making a life change and I was leaving that home. Um, and all of a sudden a dragonfly, you know, circled me and I thought, well, that's pretty cool, but I didn't think anything of it. And I actually still didn't think anything of it when about five dragonflies came and circled me. But with about a 10 minute period, maybe eight to 10 minutes, there were 50 to a hundred dragonflies circling me. Now that, that was just bizarre. Excuse me. Did it scare you? Um, no, it didn't scare me. I was actually just kind of mesmerized. I was, they, and it was all done very slow motion. So, so I actually see them coming and going and I could see the veins, um, in their wings. Now, when a dragonfly flies around you, there's no way, you know, we can see the veins. You know, we might catch some of the iridescent colors, but I saw them so deep. And, and so within this short period of time, like I said, there were way over 50 dragonflies circling me. I mean, I didn't count them, but I was experiencing this. And when I was experiencing it, a feeling came over me of just love and uh, reassurance that, you know, I was on the right path. I just, without any words being spoken or anything, it was just a feeling that I had that I am, I am being surrounded by, by just love and goodness. So and, I have a question and, about that. Did you have you sure. did you follow up with any research on um, dragonflies to see if there was some type of spiritual significance um, in their Well, presence? actually, I did. I did. And, and actually, in my first chapter of God Came to My Garage Sale, um, I actually kind of go into a lot of the research that I did, realizing that dragonflies are very significant in so many different cultures. And lots of times they do have significant meanings and the, the m- most significant 
meaning that just seems to transcend all cultures, you know, all different languages, all different areas, is that of transformation, you know, because dragonflies or butterflies, you know, they definitely transform you know, from the different stages that they're in. And so I was definitely in um, a period where I would be transforming my life. So maybe there was a correlation there. But, and I have since had many other dragonfly experiences, not, not anywhere near like the first one that I experienced, but, but the, the, dragonfly experience I had, you know, several months after that one big encounter um, was when I was in another Midwestern state, you know, um, spending Thanksgiving, you know, at this little town um, skiing and wanted to drive around just to see if there was a winery or something around to look at. And sure enough, there was one called the Dancing Dragonfly. Um, it's a dancing dragonfly winery. And, um, and so I went to that and then I read the background of that. And that person who owns that had a very similar experience that I did where, you know, they were in a, a time in their life where there was a little trauma, a little change in their life, you know, just like we all experience. And that they also were surrounded by dragonflies. So it was very validating to hear that someone else had this experience as well. And I've gone on to read about other experiences that people have had. But it was it was just the coolest thing to experience it myself. And actually, um, even though I was kind of in a trance, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in a deep state, about three quarters of the way I knew to pull out my cell phone and videotape it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Awesome. And so, so all this happened so, during, before the garage sale, during the garage sale? That was all right before the garage sale okay. because I was looking at my house saying goodbye to it, and I know I was, you know, in the midst of preparing for this, you know, to just kind of unload all these material possessions that I accumulated for, you know, uh, decades. And, um, and so, but it was definitely in a moment of deep reflection and gratitude. And, and that again is a very common theme with the different things I've experienced, whether I've manifested something, whether I've been witness to something like some of the same, you know, very similar signs that people hear about where they, they, you know, find pennies or feathers or there's red cardinals or, or they actually see things on billboards or, or license plates. Okay, you know, I've so, had so did you take it for that at the, at that moment or did it take you some time to figure out, you know, after the garage sale to sit, sit, sit around and think about it and, you know, figure out what was going on or did you take it for that at that moment? Definitely. It was much, much longer afterwards. Okay. In fact, you know, in the research that I have done, um, I, I've been, I attend IONS conferences and meetings. IONS stands for the International Association for Near-Death Studies, where you can hear, you know, hundreds of testimonials of people that have, have you know, been witness to the paranormal. And, and, you know, the average, I guess, is about 10 years before someone puts the pieces of their experience together okay. and, and equate it with 
something spiritual. So I, it didn't take me 10 years, but I, I will tell you that after that experience and numerous others, I kind of reflected back into my life, you know, even as a child. And I could recount different experiences that, you know, I just, um, just, you know, left my consciousness. I didn't even think about these things, but they were coming back to me as maybe these were also spiritual experiences. And that would be many, many years later. So, so it did take some time, certainly not the average 10 years, but, but it did take some time with all of my experiences before I really, um, realized that something divine was happening here. Okay, so you're you're equating it to a near death experience. Very much so. In fact, you know, it's called the many of the things that I experienced were called STEs, which are spiritually transformative encounters or experiences. And and they are right a lot a lot of the experiences are very, very similar to someone who actually died in the physical and then came back to life recounting what they they went through so so really you know the 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 community is kind of um joined in a way with the people that have ndes and stes okay um i have a question so i'm not um a hundred percent familiar with your your story and your book um i didn't know i was going to be at this show so i didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of research um did you have an actual near-death experience at some point in life or do you think that um, where you're getting this near-death experience or, you know, having that feeling of that is you're, you know, moving on from a chapter, you know, closing a chapter and moving on? You know, well, I did not have a, a near-death experience. I did not die in a car accident and come back or I wasn't on an operating table and, and then all of a sudden my body was up on the ceiling, you know, or, or my spirit was up in the ceiling looking down at a body, you know, so many different accounts that, that have been told. So no, I didn't have a near death experience, but I definitely had spiritual encounters and experiences that changed my life forever. Um, just as an NDE would for, for people. And we are so many of us that have experienced these things, um, we're just everyday people. We didn't plan on this to happen. It just happened. And, and we're compelled so many of us to talk about it. That's why you see so many books out there on, on the experiences that people have had, or luckily their platforms now, um, like even your, your platform here to be able to have conversations about these things. Right. Um, really, I think to help, help, we're just compelled to talk about it because it's mm-hmm. just too out of this world to, to, you know, it's changed our lives forever. And, and, and I want to say this, excuse me. I want to say this. So I, I can't help but notice. So your story is basically, you know, you having a garage sale, um, issues in your life. You're transforming from one section to the other, um, using the butterfly and everything as in morphing, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're morphing, you're changing. And right. so you went from one person to the next, basically like from this, let's say better yourself, you know? And I found that yeah. that's awesome because a lot of people, it, it doesn't work like it happens, but it's not so neatly done. 
okay? It happens. But the way you have it is, is really neat, and I like that. Um, but also, I want to say that even though you had those experiences, and like you said, you was overfilled with joy, um, uh, gratitude, and things like that, you know, for you know your situation, couldn't it also be reversed? Like, the same time that you're having... I don't know, let's say you're surrounded by butterflies or dragonflies. Couldn't someone be walking out their home and they're surrounded on the power line? There's a bunch of blackbirds and things like that telling them to change and do different. The opposite of what you're saying. You, you understand what I'm saying? They're, yeah, yeah. So you're you're saying that more like couldn't you have some spiritual experiences that instead of being – Positive, positive and be negative. Life would be more dark, you know, and and lead someone to do more malevolent things. Correct, because see, here's my thing. Yes, yours is absolutely beautiful, even with the title and it being spirituality and different things of that nature. The thing is, is that I have noticed this, right? I mean, there's always going to be where there's good, there's bad, right? And the thing is, is that if this is happening to you. And a lot of our listeners definitely will relate to what's happening to you. But then there's another another side, you know, that mm-hmm. gets a little upset and angry because it doesn't it doesn't happen to them, you know. But at the same time they walk outside instead of seeing butterflies, they look on the power line. It's a shit ton of blackbirds, you know. And well, and have, I think I think some of that has to do just with you know, who you are as a person and, and what your values are or what your beliefs are. You know, I have gone through a lot of significant loss in my life Mm -hmm. and challenging situations, but I have, I have always just since I can always remember from when I was even young, Mm -hmm. I, I always try to, to look at things as a, a learning experience and that I would grow from it, and I try to see the positive in it. It's not that I'm blind to the negative. Oh, no, I've experienced negative, and, you know, um, and like all of us, we can have negative thoughts and that type of thing. It's just mm-hmm. the positive and the feelings of love and goodness and, and you know, just um, uh, light. It's, right. it's, it's hard to describe. That is so overpowering and overwhelming that if there was negativity and dark, it just um, didn't have a chance compared right. to what I'm experiencing. Okay, I have a question for you. You say you were you were basically raised an atheist. Yeah. Okay, and so did this experience uh, make you lean toward any religion? Well, you know, I I will. I would say no, because I really look at religion, especially like organized religion that is, you know, from man, uh, much different than spirituality. I don't look at the two things the same, you know, when, so I grew up atheist, but when I went off to college, you know, I just knew in my heart and soul that there had to be something more to this earth. Um, or why would we go through the things that we go through or whatever? It's just, and the, and just looking at nature in itself is just, there's too many miracles that to me, it just couldn't be explained in a, in a way that did not involve some sort of higher power. So in my college years, I did seek out religion. I mean, and that's, 
kind of what I what I thought. I actually was baptized Presbyterian when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, but but not so much you know a regular churchgoer practicing right. person. Um, later on in my life, I um, uh, you know when I got married and and wanted to have a family, I wanted us all to kind of be on the same page and. So I um, chose to go through like a year-long program to become Catholic, okay. and and I actually really enjoyed that because I could read the Bible and and you know start to understand some of the history and you know. So what, what would you consider was, yourself now? I I don't con- I consider myself a spiritual being. Okay. Because I do not attend organized church, although. You know, and I, it's not that I, um, I'm against that. I Mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of benefit to it as far as community, but I, I also see some hypocrisy in organized religion. So I, I, it just isn't for me. And with the experiences that I had, they were so non-related to like being in a building and, and following, you know, rituals and that type of thing. It, it was it's just so far removed from that. It, it to me is what it's really about. That's the feeling I have is what, you know, I, I do believe now in God, um, you know, and, but I also believe that, you know, there are many ways to, to find God or see God. And, you know, we are a world of just so many different people with different beliefs. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let me and ask you this. I'm cool, I'm cool with, you know, just knowing that, you know, there's different approaches to this, but I certainly don't look at myself as someone that um, now wants to practice organized religion in a church building type Okay, thing. well, let me ask you this. I want to touch on somewhat what Jay was just saying. Like, you've had all these beautiful transforming transforming experiences had you had any on the other side like the negative Hmm. side you know i i've had negative earthly experiences just like all of us i mean like spiritually Um, but spiritually no i i've not had any kind of negative experience i i i've had some dreams that were not always comfortable, like if I could remember them, you know, which I do sometimes. Um, but I, I, and I've had very positive dreams. And then I've also had what I believe to be dream visitations. I've had two of those where. Okay. We'll say that, that to the next segment. To the next segment. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk right, about the dream visitations. Those are very, very separate to. Okay. The positive or negative, but no, I can't say that I've really had a negative ex- a spiritual experience. So I tell you what, Miss Marnie, uh, here's the thing: what we would do, we're getting ready to go on break here. Okay, so for all you listeners out there, you can return to the next segment, which we're going to talk about some of these uh, dream visitations or synchronicities. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so I tell you what, we got to pay some bills, right? And um, then we can return afterwards. So just listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back. Hey. Hey. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Cop. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Urban Urban Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. Uh, hi, <clears throat> hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening. Listening, right? Yeah, listen. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. Hey. Hey. 
I hope you are too. Yes. yes. Welcome back, everybody, to another great episode of Urban Paranormal Podcast. We back in the flesh, man. Yes. So thank you for rejoining us. And we're speaking with the doctor, Miss Marnie Hill. Um, you can do it. Doctor. Fodorero. <laughs> yeah. Fodorero. You know, Say so, it, Jay. Fodorero. Fodorero. Okay. So um, we're back with her. And she was telling us a bit about, you know, her thoughts on it but then she um she had we we stopped her but trent wanted to ask her yeah, a I, got, I got a, a question mm-hmm. uh, sure miss hill uh i see in you in the, in this book you mentioned you mentioned i don't know if it was the character had a, a dream visitation from their mother right yeah so was this a visitation from your mother was this like based on facts well, well, yes. Actually, I did have a dream visitation. Okay. And um, just like people say, you know, when they recount these things, oh, I saw someone at the end of my bed, you know, and I used to think, oh, that's kind of weird. There's no way that could happen until it happened to me. And I actually saw my mother. She wasn't at the end of my bed, but she was kind of lying on my bed, you know, at the foot of my bed. And... She was definitely looking like uh, someone who was in their 30s, you know, some picture of her that I had never seen. Oh, wow. And um, and there were no words spoken. Um, it was just a wonderful feeling just to have her there. But there was, there was like no communication exchanged. It was just a feeling that I had of um, that she was sending me love. And, well, um, you, you said uh, a dream visitation. That sounds like an actual spirit coming to see you, you if she was at the foot of your bed. Well, that's a right, but that's kind of what they call it is a dream visitation yeah. where, you know, because I was, um, you know, I was asleep, but I must not have been totally asleep okay. because um, it was so real. I mean, and I remember everything about what she looked like and how I felt. It, it's uh, it's not just like a regular dream. No, it no. was. Okay. I know exactly what you're real. talking about. He got a thing about that, which is so weird. He didn't even catch it. But when you were saying this, um, it was a few episodes back. But unfortunately, uh, Trent's pops came to him in a dream the yeah, same way. La- last month, I yeah. actually experienced the same thing. Same thing. But it was actually a real dream. I know it was a dream. It wasn't like my dad was there uh, like a ghost. But I know it was him visit, visiting And he was younger? In the dream. And he was actually, like you said, younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, looking like before I met him, like you said. You know, it, right. my, my dad was bald when he died. But in the dream, he still had hair. He was young. Right. That's a dream visitation. That's when and, the spirit comes to you when you sleep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I actually, know. your scenario and my scenario is so like hundreds of other accounts. Yeah. Where where the loved one does come to you in the dream, but it is so real, like you could almost touch them. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes people say that they had a message. You know, I didn't really have that, um, but it it was so very real. And and research actually shows that. They they come back usually when they're younger in a younger state that you might yeah. not have even 
spirit. They want, like, almost as if they're in their prime or something. Yeah, well, my dad came back with a message. And it was a Wonder- weird it was a weird message. He asked, could he cut my hair? And he wasn't <laughs> a barber or anything. So I'm like, nah, you can't cut my hair. And I woke up, you know, and uh, on the show we met a few psychics or whatever, and I asked them, and they told me that the significance of cutting hair was like the passing of a torch. Like he was passing wow. the torch to me. Wow. Wow. And the fact yeah. that you consulted a psychic medium or two, that is great because I've also done that as well. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, even though there's some that, you know, you kind of think are more general that may not really have a gift, there are some that really seem to have a gift and that can tell you things that nobody else can. Yeah, yeah. And it's very validating and confirming. Yeah. Yeah. We had one on the show. Damn near broke his medicine. Damn, cr- almost cried, which is amazing. No, you, you did cry <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, there was no way they should have known the stuff that they knew. Yeah. But, um, so, so a lot of, like you said, it's, it's hundreds of people that have had these things. Uh, myself, personally, I've had him. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone has actually had that dream where their, their loved one visit them, you know? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I know everything is all oh, beautiful, bright lights and butterflies around you. But, you know, some people, it's the reverse again. You know, I... It's it's kind of difficult when I speak with you on this because you're so how can I, how can I say so much bright light that that you you kind of you know illuminate the darkness but the darkness is what well I want to ask her does she believe in ghosts but yes I was I was going that route but you know that the darkness is there it, people of all sorts have them and your visitation dream wise is very polite is very sweet is very innocent but. When you have nightmares, right? That could be things. Yeah. That could be things of evil entities. So, do you believe, like Trent was saying, do you believe in ghosts, like good ghosts, bad ghosts? Do you believe in general that the spirituality, spiritual, spiritually, how, what, what is that? Spiritual? I just asked, do you believe in ghosts? What, what do you call them? Uh, but yeah, spirit. Well, this is my question. Do you believe in ghosts? You know, I, I, um, I think that I do. I don't know a hundred percent. But I, I do believe that that people, humans that have passed on, that have transitioned, do come back or they're in some other kind of realm and they they can, you know, impact our lives. And I am sure that there are negative situations and yes. positive situations. I don't know that, that ghosts are always negative either well i don't think they're always negative and jay i didn't mean to cut you off because i think there's a difference between believing in ghosts and believing in spirituality but not spirituality i was saying spirit well i think there's i think that's a difference too i think that's two different things i I think there's i think there's too many accounts that people have said that they have experienced other Mm -hmm. entities and called them ghosts that it's hard to discount that because there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have had experiences with ghosts, you know, or, or some kind of entity. And so I, so I believe it. So I, you know, I believe it. I just have never kind of experienced that myself. Um, but I, I, I guess I do believe, I do believe in the dark and the light and the good and the bad. And I think that that's all part of it. Um, I just, my, 
experiences, I can only kind of speak for myself. So, right. My experiences uh, with some of these STEs, these encounters, are, are very, very positive. They're reassuring. They're filled with love and light. And, and you know, when you hear the thousands of people, actually, that, that give their testimonials mm-hmm. at some of these platforms like the IONS meetings and conferences, you know, every single person seems to come back with a message of, of love and that that is what, you know, is the highest vibration. And they come back saying, you know, spread the, the message of just love and goodness. And, and so that has been my experience. And, and when I've heard of other people, you know, talk about their experiences, it's, it's, it's been extremely positive, but I, I definitely believe that people can experience negative things or they can experience like ghosts, maybe people that they don't even know, but it, it, they might be connected to a home that you are living in or a building visit. And so you know, you've I, never experienced anything like that? No, I never have, but it's fascinating and I and I love watching movies about it and I, I like reading about it, but, but you know, I can't, I can only really speak to what I have personally experienced. That's or, all I'm asking. Or, yeah, or to generalize, you know, what I have heard from other people, but no, I, I think I think anything's possible at this point after what I've experienced, you know, and after hearing other people, I think anything's possible. Okay. I like that. I like that. Anything is possible. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. So God came to my garage sale. What was the main thing that made you say, Hey, this is, this is something spiritual going on here. The main thing. I guess other than the butterflies or dragonflies. Yeah, other than the dragonflies. Oh, yeah. Well, there were other experiences. Um, no, the main thing. The main thing was like you were like, this is it. Something's well, I, there were these experiences that were just, you can't explain like in normal human terms. For example, seeing someone leave, but then you don't see their feet and you don't see them touch the ground and then they disappear. You know, that, that was something that, that was just one of many. I think it was a culmination of just all these different things. That was the new, that was new. You Believe it or not, you just said something that no one on this show has ever said. So, congratulations to that ghost. <laughs> wow, okay, okay. Well, actually, I, at the garage sale, I actually experienced that kind of phenomenon a couple times with, with, um, individuals and and just even the interactions with these people were very unique but but to see them or to, or to not see them really leave you know they didn't get in a car and drive away they 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 i i actually didn't even see their feet touch the ground wow. and and just to kind of disappear and or or the other way around of having someone appear but I think that, and, and there were a few other big experiences at this garage sale. So but maybe then, you did have experience with ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have, sure, yeah. sure. Anything is possible. Right. Yeah. Okay. A- anything is possible. But I think I think what really prompted me to mm-hmm. write this spiritual fiction to just be, I was compelled to write about the experiences I had or other people had. I just needed to kind of get get the word out about this. 
is because I, I did, I had other experiences and I looked back in my life and kind of realized, Hey, I might've um, experienced things earlier in my life, but didn't equate it to anything divine or spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, and then hearing, you know, starting to do some research on this because I'm just someone who, who needs proof. I need evidence. I, I just don't believe things if I experience it once or whatever. I need to really, I just need to really look into it. And I did so much of that. I yeah. mean, I even have a whole wall of books that, that are all just accounts of people, whether they're written by psychic mediums or people that have had near-death experiences or just talk about spirituality. I just, you know, I'm just someone who needed to delve into the research and I needed to actually hear in person, you know, different people's accounts um, of what they, they went through and why they believe that, that there's a higher spirit or there's God or, you know, divine. Okay. And you do. And well, I know you said it earlier, but I'm just going to ask that again because you said it, God, you do believe in a higher spirit as God, right? I do. I do. But I didn't always. And I'm someone that was really hard to convince of something like this because it just wasn't natural for me. It wasn't in my upbringing. It wasn't, you know, I didn't have what people call blind faith. Um, and, and so it was really a game changer for me. And it took, you know, it was, it didn't happen overnight. It happened over, you know, a period of years, really. But I do believe that, that, you know, we, we're not just earthly beings on this earth and that's all there is to it. Okay. Well, I really, I have a problem with, well, I, I want to ask everyone here, for example, blind faith. yeah. Um, well, I just want to ask about God in general. Um, Brandy, do you believe in God? Do you believe that there is a God? Yes. You do. Okay. Yes. Uh, what well, may I ask what, what makes you think that there's a God? What makes you follow that? Her mother and father. Um, no, actually, my uh, dad was not a fan of church. Um, he himself. I I don't know. My I don't think that my dad. I don't I don't think my dad believes in God. To be honest. Oh wow. My mom did or does. I guess um, she will not pray to this day. She lights candles. Mm-hmm. Um. But what what prompt you to make you believe that there is a God? I know my mom tried to take us to church a few times when I was a kid, and um, and then uh, I, I learned about prayer. And from that point forward, as a child, when things were scary or bad, I would pray, and I always felt better. Okay, so so she has blind faith, and you, uh, Mr. D. Ray, do you believe in God? Yes, I do. I do believe in God. And from several experiences, near death experiences, and I don't really know if there really is a God besides from learning from the church and the Bible and what people told me about it. But I know my faith is very high. Okay, so blind faith. Trent? Yeah. I don't have blind faith. But I believe in a higher power. Yes. I believe in good and bad energy. Yes. Uh, I believe in the spiritual world. Most definitely. Uh, but far as just this uh, guy with the long hair and shit, I don't believe in that. No, no, no. Okay. Okay, okay, Miss Martin. I just wanted to hold know. on. Wait a minute. What about you? Um, do I believe in God? Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe in Him. I mean, okay, I believe He exists. 
Okay. But yeah. But he's not my friend though. <laughs> he don't like me. But I believe in the fact that there is a higher power that controls. Okay, concept. just don't get struck by lightning on the way. Well, home. I hope not. You know, <laughs> I, I hope not. I know, right? <laughs> I hope not. I'm I just hope saying. I hope he's straight with them lightning bolts, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> but I do think, um, as as Miss um, the Miss Marnie has said already, it's so many beautiful things out there. Oh yeah, that you yeah. can't deny. It's got to be a high, right? But you can't deny that it's so much. There is so much beauty, and we do live in a world of darkness. I just don't pretend to. I don't know about that. You might live in a world of darkness. The world is so beautiful. You can't say that we live in a world of darkness. Well, I, I, I see yeah. now. I, for me, I'm a very positive, uplifting yeah. person, and yeah, I too. believe there's a lot of darkness. Yeah, there is darkness, yes, but is. we don't live in it. No, I don't live in it. Um, I live in the light. You know, the funny part about that is, is that there's so much black space of darkness that when you live in your light, only the little space around you is lit up. But everything else is around that. You know what I'm saying, is where's, dark. The, where's this darkness? It's all over the world, man. You okay. see everything that's happening, and it's, it's we live in a world. Well, I, I don't think one can exist without the other, so I think it's probably equal. Um, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, but I'm just saying the way. Well, what are your thoughts on that, Miss Hill? I I kind of agree. I think that there there's definitely a lot of dark around us. As far as you know, I like in what we're talking about. Without getting into too much detail about what's happened in the world the last couple of years, yeah. you know, it's to me like a spiritual warfare. It's not necessarily about Perfect. politics or health, but there's yeah. so much deceit and and corruption and negative, you know, just, you know, so many of us, I, you know, I'm sure say like, I can't believe this. This is unbelievable. Right. Like, how can this really be happening? Right. And, and so I, I just do believe that there is a lot of darkness, but I do believe that, that truth eventually prevails yeah. and that goodness eventually prevails. And, and actually to put a little bit of a disclaimer, I don't know that the truth, or the goodness will prevail in our lifetime necessarily. Like yeah. I, I'd like to hope that it does, but yeah. you know, um, sometimes, you know, I, like if I really think, okay, there's a bigger picture here that goes beyond our earthly life that mm -hmm. maybe it will take generations and generations or, you know, past lives or something to work out some of this. Yeah. That is probably stranger than any of us could imagine. No, it's fa I, I believe the that. truth. Yeah. yeah, I believe that. And yeah, because it's not gonna happen in our lifetime. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say I don't believe in this and that. I'm just gonna say I don't think any man, human, can, can pretend. They can pretend. I don't think any man or human knows really who God is. I don't think so. Now, and actually, I'd like to add something here. You know, you were asking everyone kind of if they believe in God and why. Yeah. You know, for someone like me that needs proof and evidence, I can look just at our own bodies, at the human body, and how intricate it is with all our organs and all our systems and and you know, how we can almost repair ourselves. Um, if we get a cut, you know, our body will form a scab to, right. to fix that cut. It's, I, you know, it's just, there's too many things in our body. Is that, that God or that, technology? Well, I, I think God, because I don't yeah. think it's 
technology that, you know, creates a human being. And, and then also another thing, like I'm, like I said, I'm surrounded by nature. I, you know, I am more immersed in nature now than I have ever been. And I, I you know, I have a little more time on my hands so I can, I can spend investigating it. And just the natural world is amazing in itself. Just all the different creatures and plants. And it, it, um, it just seems too big than, than, you know, Oh, it's just a kind of a man-made thing. So when I think of God, I don't, I don't necessarily think of a man or a woman or long hair or robes mm-hmm. or anything like that. Even though people come back from near death experiencing experiences, describing that, I don't look at it that way. I just, I do look at it like there's something higher here that is, that brought us here. Well, you, know they, you know, they say that uh, high technology will be indistinguishable from magic. You ever heard that? No, I haven't. Well, but well, now you have. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I, I, I let's laugh every time I think of it. You know, but let's just, you know, the Virgin Mary, right? Let's say, mm-hmm. let's say we brought her back. You know, she would probably be asking for a DNA test when she looks at the picture of Jesus. She's like, <laughs> she's like I know that that's not my kid. Who is that? Oh, you know, wow. you know I, I, think, I think weird stuff like that. You know, and the reason why I think like that is because what brought me to that is that people, when you were saying the robes and the different things when they come back, I think our minds make things the way we want them to be. You know, if, if I'm a woman and I, I guess, have a near-death experience or whatever, and I see God, why would God be a man if I'm a woman? Maybe I'm going to see another woman as God, you know? If I'm a man, I would see a man. Why would, the, why would, God, why would my God be black? And you know what I mean? It's, it, I think it's what your mind Yeah, makes. and with outside influence, you know, stuff you've been taught over the years. Yeah. Could be, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. so, and, and the reason why I say that, that's, that is my biggest problem with everything. This world that we're living in is so confusing. You can't even verify the information you know on the internet. You can't go look that up and say, oh, that's facts. You can't. You can't. They've, they've redone everything. There, there's a part in the Bible where so in, right, where, where in, I, I had to memorize it when I was five. And I had to say it all the time. And today, it's not in the Bible. I mean, it's there, but they've changed the words completely. So that means you can't even go back to the Bible and say well, the, they, they change everything, literally. So there's nothing. To me, the Bible is a collection of great writings. Well, well I get like that. stories. No, and I, you can take from this story what you want from what it. What you want from it. To, right. I get that. Who knows that. if the shit happened for but but it not. wasn't it wasn't saying the Bible isn't real or whatever or whatever. I'm saying that us as humans, as people, right? We have nothing to go off of but what we feel inside. We have nothing to verify anything. You know, as you pay attention to the world right now, they're saying we live on a flat earth. Uh, we we whatever. And then there's literally people to say, man, the earth is round. Then there's people to say that it's not. Well, you say that like the people who said it was round was dumb. Well, I, I say that the people who say that it's round is dumb and the people who say that it's flat is dumb because neither one of you have ever went outside there and seen it to verify yeah. it. Okay. You understand? So, and that's Well, what I'm you can that, look at the moon if it's that, anything that, that, like that, the earth. No, but it could, that, and too, could also be a projection. What I'm saying is everything that we've ever been taught in life, right, 
there is no ver. You can't verify it. There's some things you can verify. Some things. Like like what? I mean, like what you what can't you verify? Everything besides the God thing that we're talking about. Every single thing you you can't you can't you ver- can verify where you came from. Are you your mother's child? Are you are you your dad's son? You can verify. Shit okay, like you can't that. you can't verify that the Titanic went down. Yeah, you, you can. No, you can't. You can, you can get a boat and go look for it. You can verify if you got the, the money. In the sky. Yeah. No, you can't even do that. Why you can't? Because they're they're gonna change, bro. Because the way it, it would change. I mean, literally, there's more stars than you knew when you grew up knowing about the Orion. It's, yeah, it's right. more. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stars more. don't change. Though. Well, but let's get on to this. But my, but my, but my <laughs> yeah. point is, there isn't anything that you can verify. Yeah, because, there's a lot of things you can verify. Okay, if you say so. I, I'm, you know what? Actually, actually, in some ways, both know, of you are right. I know what you say. Because, right. because there are Real things sense. that, you know, there are some things you can verify, but then there are also other things that we think we can verify, but we really can't. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. We live in this world that's confusing. There is no right. There is no wrong. So the only thing that you really have to go on, right, is what you feel in your heart, point blank. Point blank. Right, or what you have experienced. Right. But, but it sure is validating to have someone else witness what you have witnessed. Right. And come to the same conclusion. Yes. That, that, yeah, I like that. That's that's. Yeah, very real. I'm just saying that today is just everything is we live in a world of darkness, of confusion, and we don't have anyone, right, but ourselves and I guess like you said, others to lean on because we can't believe what we read. We can't believe what they tell us. You know what I mean? So we have to believe. Well, I think that there's a lot of lot of truth that's coming out and and we have been deceived in so many ways. And that's actually coming out that you know, something that was fact-checked as being wrong is now, you know, months later, well, it's correct, you know, and right. it, it's, and so we unfortunately are in a state of like cognitive dissonance is what they would call it, where it's, it's a very uncomfortable place to be because, you know, you do start questioning things, especially what we've all experienced the last couple of years with, with, you know, such dishonesty and, you know, but truth eventually does prevail and we can get some answers at some point. It just doesn't always come in a timely manner. Yeah. Well, I hate that, you know, technology is a blessing and a curse. Yes. You know, because humans actually forgot about the spiritual side, which I think is very, very important to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that some, a lot of people are getting back, or trying to get back to the spiritual side, yes, as much as they know how they're being forced to. Yeah, yeah. You think, in a way. You think they're I, being? I, th- I think they're to? being forced to because everything else is not working. They, they, yeah. you know, what I'm saying they've lost um, belief. They've lost in other things. So now they're looking for answers. So many, so many things being revealed to us that right. We we. But you know what is so cool is having these conversations. Correct. Yes. So talking about it, and it's it's okay to disagree. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. And it's wonderful to hear different people's perspectives on things because then it helps us form our own ideas. Yes. And so when, when we hear people that have experienced certain things, um, that gives us permission to maybe explore things that we've experienced. And, and just to have these conversations is just 
very, very cool and very much needed, okay, in this, right. especially in this day and age. Right. Well, let me let me say this here because I have to take a break, but I'm going to tell you this here. You didn't you didn't understand when Trent had, had basically said that technology, you know, would be like magic, basically, in a sense. Right. So what I want you to do to understand that more or less think of you being a native or neanderthal whatever you want to choose to be before there's fire before there's anything and a guy walks up with an iphone you know and start doing things on that phone you would think that was magic magic. you know what i mean that's that's what you know so that's what he was basically saying that and that's what that's what the world is saying now because you know if someone came more 20 years ahead of us and advanced and basically like Who's to say that some civilization 10,000 years advanced from us right. could invent something like us? Right. We just a, a high technology. A high te- yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. I get it. Okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. Right. What you're saying. And actually, you know, anything is possible. Maybe we aren't living what we think is reality. Maybe Correct. it's not a reality. Maybe it is a virtual situation. Um, because. Yeah, that that is technology related. You know, I'll tell you one of I love just reading or watching um, things on time travel. To me, it's just fascinating. Wow. Even a simple movie of Back to the Future, one, two, three, four, whatever they are, yeah. it's just fascinating to to be able to think that way of of technology changing and and different periods of time and being able to tra- traverse from mm-hmm. one time frame to another. I've actually been told by an oracle, um, you know, a guy that, that um, professes to have gifts. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know him that well, but, you know, after hearing some of my stories, believes that I actually have the ability to time travel. Wow. So he actually says that, some of the experiences that I've had, because all of them have been in slow motion where time stood still, you could not quantify time. He equated that to being able to time travel or time bending, he called it. Okay. And, and who knows if that has anything to do with technology? It's very, very Great. interesting. Great well, to have these conversation yes so here go the thing we're going to take the last little break that we have to take so we can let our, our sponsors you know do what they do and spread the love and everything and we're going to come back and and i think we'll, we'll talk more about that you know time bending time travel with our technology today could it be possible is there a chance is there a future so we'll find out the answers to those things when we return right after this ready to take your business to the next level well what are you waiting for Drop an ad on the Urban Paranormal Podcast now and get your product or service out of the garage and into the homes of our devoted listeners. Baked in or host-read ads available at a low price. Send that email to urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com and be connected to something unbelievable. And we're back talking with the brilliant Mrs. Uh, Dr. Marnie Hill Farderero. Farderero, the author of God Came to My Garage Sale. Right. So what we were talking about, though, was kind of like we had these ideas and concepts, and we we went on from talking about ghost guys. Time travel. Yeah, not time travel. The idea and concept of that, like, wow. Can you think like this here? That eventually, and I hate to say this, though, because I'm already old now, but 
in another five years, there might be this little guy knock on the door, you know? And I answer, like, hey, what's going on, man? He's like, hey, what's up, bro? Um, I'm your um, your great, 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 great. You know what I'm saying? It's like you couldn't wait to say that shit. Yeah, I wanted to say it, you know? And, and, and he's related to me. He's coming back in the past to see me, you know? Is that is that what Doctor Who does? Does he tra- travel through time? He's a time lord, yes. Okay, it, this makes sense. Now. Well, well, he doesn't. But not like in that. It's not like that. Okay. It's not like Back to the Future or nothing like that. No. Um, but you know, and, and this this technology, right, for time travel and different things, looks to becoming more and more closer to being. Why do you say that? Well, it's because of uh, all of the uh, scientists that are talking, saying that it that even though it's theoretical, these things could happen if they had certain things. I don't see man doing that. Well, not not nothing. In our, our lifetime, not in our, lifetime. our kids' lifetime, our kids' kids' lifetime. I just don't see that happening. Well, that would be if you could see that happening. We would either call you Notre Dameus or a visionary. You don't, you don't, you don't see that far because technology. We don't know what might happen. But you're telling me now that you see it happening. No, I believe based off of me growing up in the world where in the microwaves just now start, but you can't stand next to them, okay? Where you had a phone that was attached to the wall, and then eventually it was a long cord. But there's, there's too much, You when you're dealing with time travel, you're dealing with a physical body. But and but, technology, I don't, I don't see that. Well, yeah, yeah, but but there's so many things that are being worked on today, and we don't even know. Uh, something could happen. It could be a, a a meteor or anything that comes that has a component that that we might need to make something happen. We don't know what's the, what the future holds. What do you think about that, Miss Hill? Do you think time travel will ever be possible? You know, I do actually, and and you know, I. Like I said before, anything's possible. And, and definitely technology is almost like alien to us. We really can't even, you know, explain some of the technology that we're even using today. And, you know, definitely things are much more advanced than they were when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I believe that there's a possibility for time travel. And, and I really hope there is. And, and I really enjoy reading about time travel or watching time travel movies. Um, and it's, it's almost like if we can think about it in our minds, then there's a good chance that it can be manifested in reality. Correct. Well, I think the first guy that goes into the time machine will come out on the other side as a shit stain or a, <laughs> a skid mark or something like that. Well, because I mean, it's too, that's, that's, I can't wrap my head around that. Well, you know, Happen let me that. tell you, they have um, a lot of technology that we have. For example, like you, like when you showed me the par- the creation of the parachute, and remember the guy got up there and he jumped down, he didn't fall into his death. Yeah, there there will be some casualties. Of course, of okay, course. just so, like space travel, space and- right? Yes, it, it will be some casualties. But guess yeah. what? The ultimate goal is. That guy is floating in with the parachute. We are now able to go to space. I mean, we we'll figure it out. I mean, I don't know how many monkeys we have to use, but yeah. we will figure it out. Maybe I'm just too dumb to wrap my head around it, but I just don't. I don't. It's well, just actually, too much involved there to, to me. It's very related to time travel. What about past lives? Because there mm-hmm. are people that actually have studied past lives, mm-hmm. and there are actual accounts of 
people, you know, and many of them are just children Mm -hmm. that, that are here, but they know they've lived a different life, but they've come here at this time. There's a well-documented case about a young, young boy who believes he was a world war two pilot. Yes. One of my favorites. Yeah. That was great one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now that's, that's fascinating to me because like he, he could, Say all sorts of things. This is a little kid that has doesn't you know shouldn't know all the details about mm-hmm. a particular plane, but but he did. Right. He shouldn't know the names of of his co-pilot or other people that he mm-hmm. was surrounded with years and years ago. These people are long gone, but he could name their names and say specific things about them that just blew blew their families away. Right, and so. He, you know, so in some ways, this could be considered like a time travel. And, and there are cases of this. There are, there are people that are studying this phenomenon and really are, are coming up with some evidence and proof that, you know, this can't be explained in, unless he, you know, this kid actually had a previous Yes, previous life. The other one, the other one was the little boy. I want to say from Panama or whatever. That's really big. He uh, was there, and he woke up and he told his mother that uh, someone killed him in a dream. And he kept making such a big fuss about it. And he he went walking with his mother, and he saw this uh, play. He kept telling he lived in a village, so. Uh, on, you know, lucky for him that the mother was dating, I guess I want to say a cop or something, but whatever it was, he basically went to the, to the, they followed him to the village and he went to the neighbor that was there. He said he used to live in this spot and next door was a neighbor, old, old man. And, um, he basically said that you killed me type of stuff. And they were like, what, what are you talking about? And then he went to this tree and he pointed down to the ground. He said, that's where he is. And they, they, the police dug him up and found out, yes, this man had killed this guy over so many years wow. ago. Yeah. There was another one with a little girl like that too. Yeah. So it's, so it's documented, you know, so these people are, so basically I guess, yes, that is a form of time travel because they well, were, I would look at it as maybe spirits communicating or, or maybe reincarnation. That's how They're here it. right now. There was this one kid that that never left his little town that he was, you know, living in, you know, somewhere in Europe, and he kept on talking about, you know, this isn't my home. My home is in this other city, miles and miles and miles away. And he described the home, described the 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 whole village and everything like that. It's a different, you know, a different story. And the mother, you know. It was hard to believe, but at some point they said, okay, let's just, let's go there and let's investigate this. And sure enough, everything was spot on. So how do you explain something like that? It's it's not necessarily spirits. These are real physical people. Well, I'm saying this may be spirits communicating with that person. Right. We we had a uh, a guest on the show that, that believed that the spirits was giving them that information. Now, Here's the thing, though. The one thing that all of these children have in common, other than the fact that they lived here apparently before, was this. Now, they don't remember anything. They've gotten to the to the age now that they they don't remember anything. Right, and that is actually very common. If you right. look That's at any weird. of the research, if you look at any of the research, younger children are more open to spirits. 
or past lives or all of that. And then within time, it does fade and and they don't have the gifts. And sometimes it's because they've been silent, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they, that kind of thing. But, but some of it is just very common that younger children can remember certain things. And and it is, you're right. They all, they all can't remember it after a certain time. Well, wouldn't maybe space travel be, be like uh, going in time to a degree? You yeah, know, sure. because like when they leave to a certain planet and time moves different, when they get back, if we believe so much, what they told us, so much time would have passed here on right. Earth by the time they right. get back. Right. And another form of space travel would just be flying in a, in an airplane, right, uh, from one time zone to the next. You would literally be ahead. Well, that's man-made time. But, but, but it's still time travel. You still still are going ahead of what your time is. So, you know, I mean, so with that being said, there there is a future for time travel. There Maybe. is a future. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. there is a future for time travel, you know? When we when we celebrate the new year at 12 o'clock, shit, the new year ain't happening for a while across the world. <laughs> I said, well, that's man-made time. I mean, but I'm just still saying it still is time. Okay. So if you could go back in time, or forward, what would you do? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? Uh, so if I can go back in time, um, no, I don't want to say that because I'll get myself in trouble. So <laughs> if, I can go, if, if I can go forward into time, man, I would definitely be an observant, you know, I would observe everything, the new world. and I'd be scared to go forward because you might die. You might fast forward to the, you're already dead. Yeah. I mean, because it's hard to say. I mean, <laughs> Fun to go back in time because then you could get a lot of answers to questions that you had about your own life. So what, you would, know, you, you, what would you do, Miss Morning, if you could go back with a forward? Which way would you go and what would you do? You know, um, gosh, that is, is, I don't know. I don't know. I, I suppose because I want answers to things, I would go back in time. Okay. You know, um, before we go to D-Ray, I would say this, though. This is one of the reasons why I really wouldn't want to go backwards. Here's why. I always talk about alternate universes, parallel universes. I always talk about that, right? Yeah, but too if, fucking much. Yeah, but if I went back into time, I literally went back into an alternate universe. Maybe. Right, and, and and I would see me. That's not even me anymore. That that me doesn't, you know, exist. And that, oh, man, that, that, would have a, that would have a profound effect mentally. Well, I would go back. All you have, it's like you're watching TV. Just don't interfere. I would go back to certain points in time to get information. Right. I would go back to the Roswell crash. <laughs> I st- I stand there in Dallas when JFK got shot. Right. You know, but, but how would you go back and not interfere and just sit back? I just sit back and just sit back and just sit back and watch. I just sit back and watch, and I'll get answers. Mm-hmm. Actually, to add to this kind of discussion here. A lot of people who have had near-death experiences report that they've had a life review. So they went back in time. So they went back in time and they relived different things in their life. And, And a lot of people report what they experienced is how they felt or how they made other people feel. And, you know, so they are, they, you know, so spirit for so many people 
are giving a life review, which means going back in time to relive what you experienced when you were here. So I didn't ask Donald that question. What would you do? Would you go back and pass the third grade? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would have passed the third grade, buddy. (laughs) I was just messing with you, bro. I don't know. That's you know that that is a, a a deep question, and you know something I probably would you know I guess go ju- back and pass just the like third now. grade. No, okay. No, <laughs> probably just go back and observe too. Okay, and okay. and and Miss Martin, learn from it. Here go the thing. Uh, obviously, you know we are people of color, so in our situation, I, I have color too. Oh, okay. Hey, well, hey. There you go. But so, but yeah, it, I think we're we're all we're all. People. Okay. In our situation where we lived, there was a lot of people that we lost as kids. A lot. Right. And it would be too hard to go back to those moments without interfering. You know, like, hey, don't go, don't go to the store today. You know, don't yeah. do, you know, it'll be too hard. And and you don't know what those because based off what we know on television, that that will change everything. You but know, going back with that knowledge. I would just go to certain events in time. Like if I had like a, a time watch, <laughs> yeah, I could just go back to standing in Roswell, New Mexico, right? Okay, it should be crashing right about now. Yeah, but 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 then there's a certain moral thing. That, and that's what I'm saying. That moral thing is once you do that, you're going to feel bad about the people you knew in the past who you couldn't save. But I'm, I'm going to come back to my he, present he, time. Though. But but. See, that's my point. I've already relived. I've already lived the death and mourned, and I'm not going to put myself through that again. I'm gonna skip over that. I'm gonna hit the time watch. Okay, skip such and such. But day. you're gonna come up with the idea that you could change it. No, I that won't. watch will. I be, won't. That watch will. Be I watched. Too, I watched like Doctor Who and all those times and <laughs> shit back too. to the future <laughs> and shit. I wouldn't do it. So you wouldn't try to alter with time. Nah. <laughs> I mean, but we nah. don't even know what would happen. We don't know. I wouldn't. I would, nah. Uh, now, now, what about what about that very famous movie, The Christmas Carol, where you know oh, wow. and and you know he he goes back and he sees how he was, yeah, and yeah. but you know he is just observing; he's not in there interfering and changing things. He's just gaining knowledge of why things turned out the way it did and what was his role in it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and I love that. I love that you brought that up because the funny part about that is, unfortunately, um, a Christmas Carol. What was um, that? Uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, that was that's, yeah. that's him name, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Unfortunately for Jimmy Stewart, he was dead. <laughs> you know, he was literally dying, and so he had these these entities come to him, and he was able to see how he lived. So when he woke up, he was like, "Hey, hey, Christmas for everyone!" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's do this right. Merry Christmas. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm right. A new attitude. Yeah, a new attitude <laughs> when you die. So basically, when you say Christmas Carol, you're really saying um, he had a near death experience. Right. And he was visited by spirits. <laughs> I think I go back in time with my cell phone and like back when like biking shorts was in style and take pictures and come back to twenty twenty two and show the pictures of everybody wearing biking shorts. And yeah. I mean you remember that? I, yeah, of course. <laughs> I was there. I remember. You know wow. um but I, I just think this was a great show actually. Um and it was definitely wonderful. Um and and just talking with you, just open discussion, Most you know. Um, I would like you to tell the people, Miss um, Marnie, um, tell them how they can actually uh, publish your book. Oh, you not know, publish. I mean, not publish. I mean, purchase your book. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. My well, I have ten books out there, but the spiritual fiction that we're talking about, God came to my garage sale, is actually the the title of my website. So to find anything about me, you know, my author bio, the endorsements that I've had for my books, um, the different happenings about different podcasts and TV interviews, book signings, that kind of thing, that's all on my website, which is triple W. God came to my garage sale.com. Cool. Okay. Okay. And as far as purchasing the book, you know, I'm on Amazon. um, I'm on Barnes and Noble. And then my publisher for all of my books um, that I have written myself, not the anthologies that I'm involved in where I've contributed a chapter, but my own books are with Balboa Press, which is a division of Hay House Publishing. And Hay House, you know, is the mm-hmm. publishing company that deals with spirituality and self-help and all of that. Sure. Well, thank you so much. It's just been a delight. You guys are a riot. I just love <laughs> the, the communication back and forth. And just, you know, we, we can agree to disagree, and that's okay. But having these conversations are just wonderful. Absolutely. They're just yes. very much needed in this time in our life. Yes, yes, they are. So I want to say good night and bless you so much for being on our show. And I hope everyone enjoyed this particular show. So until next time, Miss Barney, we'll see you then. All righty. Okay. So you guys at home, um, Dr. Marnie, great woman, um, have books out. Just look her up, like she said. Um, and for you guys at home that was listening to us, we were talking a bit about just a, a little over, overview of some of our shows, okay? And um, it was like, how do we, um, can, how, how can we see signs? I didn't think it was going to be that fun. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, how can we see signs? What, what do we do? You, you can go back, you know, in our stuff, in our itinerary, and take a look at that past episode. We then talked about more or less like ghost visitations. We did an episode on that as well. Go back, listen to it. You can hear everything from just, you know, about that That's and and then something we touched that we really hadn't touched and this is episode number 93 we coming up on 100 episodes fellas oh wow some we haven't touched that we kind of kind of tippy toed around today that i think would be fun time travel i love time. i want to do that yeah i do too I will, maybe we'll do that next yeah year. I'm, I'm 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 certain I'm, I'm gonna say it but it's just at this point why i say it but i'm gonna say it you guys if you enjoyed the time travel piece or this whole entire piece let us know and we're gonna do a show on yeah. it. yeah okay yeah. um so yeah why say it because i know we're gonna do a show on it so y'all guys you exactly. know what i'm saying so anyway my name is jh and i'm your moderator trent a johnson and the couch commentator Couch coordinator <laughs> that didn't pass the third grade. Hey, as always, I'm just messing with you, dude. As always, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Hey. Brought to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.